Happy Friday. Welcome back. It is the Bill Michaels Show. I'm Ben Kenny. He is Grant Bills filling in for Bill today. Bill's golfing. Grant will, though, see him tomorrow. They're going to Jimmy Buffett together. They're going in the RV. Grant can't wait, right, Grant? I'm going to see Bill tonight. I I, oh. I just hope he gives me a tour of the Tiki Bar. Uh, I mean, you're dressed for the occasion. Obviously, no video stream for the show right now, but the florals are out. It's Floral Friday on the Bill Michaels Show. Mm-hmm. I should have brought the Phillies did a great giveaway years ago where they gave out ridiculous, horrible quality Phillies floral shirts. And whenever I go to one of the games, honestly, I wear one. But it's also a really good like Fourth of July or any kind of cookout. It is. Yeah. They only gave them out in double XL. And I'm not a double XL person. I'm like 5'11 and not necessarily large fit. So it looks like a dress when I wear it, but sometimes that's the vibe. You're slim. Just go ahead and say it. You're tall. Yeah. You know, you're a, you're a fit guy. Yeah, I, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. 877-867-1670. So you heard it there in the update, the Brewers rotation right now. I think that's kind of interesting. Coming out of the All-Star break, Burns tonight. Then they go Woodruff, Lauer, Ashby. That's what it feels like it is at this point. No Alexander. He is not with the team. He is in Nashville. Chichi Gonzalez has been DFA'd. So who's the fifth guy in that equation? Or is there a fifth guy? Do they go for a bullpen game? What does that look like? Because Adrian Hauser, don't know really what's good with him. Uh, he is not on track to return from the injured list or was not before he could be maybe returning sooner rather than later after the break to fill in as the fifth guy while Peralta comes back. Peralta still could be late uh, mid to late August, still could be looking at another month until he's back with the club. But how they manage the rotation going forward could be interesting. It's uh, not necessarily the toughest schedule in the world in terms of home and travel. It's definitely not extremely tough, but still... Burns, Woodruff, Lauer, Ashby, I like. I wonder who's the fifth guy there, though. Right now? I think they might call up Ethan Small. Yeah, I mean, right now it's nobody, you know? Because, again, there's no Alexander. He is on the 40-man, though. There's no Chichi Gonzalez. So, yeah, they could call up Ethan Small. Hauser could be on his way back. Or maybe Frankie Montas only pitched three innings last night, Grant. 53 pitches, they pulled him. One short of his strikeout prop, which was like four and a half. He got four strikeouts in three innings, and they pulled him. He looked great. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, now you're getting me all excited. You're giving me real-world clues that might actually mean that a trade is coming, even though that we, we're all pretty sure that dude, the Brewers aren't going to do anything. We can talk about this, and we will, and we should. They're not going to do anything. It's and sports radio. Of course mind. we'll talk about it. I love this Montas Loriano combo thing for a reason that, you know, we talked about before the break. If you can go get a great starter, I don't, you might be set pitching wise because you can kick whoever's left out of the rotation into the bullpen. And those guys, you know, Lowers pitched postseason moments. Ashby, did he, what was his situation on the roster last year? I know he flirted around. I don't know what kind of role he played late in the season. I'll have to go and look that up. But, you know, these starters are used to playing flexible roles. That's how the Brewers develop them. So Freddie Peralta is used to that. Ashby, that's what they did with Burns in 2018. So if you get another, a pitcher's pitcher, like I said, 
I don't know that you need relievers. Yeah, Ashby pitched in that Atlanta series. Two games, two point, two and two-thirds innings. He gave up two runs. Wasn't terrific, but he was pitching there in the playoffs. Bill has brought this up. I think it's a great point. With the Freddie Peralta stuff, it makes so much sense to move him to the bullpen going into the playoffs if you get another arm in the rotation. But it has to work for him, too. He needs to be able to pretty much change his approach to pitching. He needs to be able to come in after 10, 15 minutes of warm-up from the bullpen. And we don't know Mm -hmm. if that's the case. That's just projection. But if it does work, I think it makes a lot of sense strategically for the team. So Peralta worked out of the pen in 19 and was very good because he started the year kind of clunky. They ended up moving him to the pen, and then they eventually brought him back to the rotation, which they do with a lot of young guys when they're cracking into... Uh, the majors and they're kind of establishing themselves Peralta, the way he throws and the way his stuff is, you know, just almost his personality as a pitcher. I think it lends pretty well to the bullpen, right? He just comes in and he throws as hard as he can. He's an all out effort guy. He's all over the place. That seems to bode pretty well to just come into a game and just let it rip. Right? Yeah. He's also a high pitch count guy. So the reason he doesn't go that deep in games normally is because When you strike out a lot of guys and you walk a good amount of guys, you throw more pitches. The guys who get through games with the fewest pitches are the contact pitchers because obviously the at-bats are shorter. But yeah, normally he'll get through the fifth inning. He'll be at like 80 pitches because he doesn't give up any runs. Maybe there's some traffic on the base pass, but he's striking guys out and that takes more naturally to do. Actually pitches more like a reliever throws a lot of pitches, like you said, and he'll walk guys, but he'll get through it because he'll strike guys out, which has been the story with Hayter, right? He'll come on and walk a guy, but it won't matter because he'll be able to strike out the next two guys when he's right. You know, Peralta can just throw a lot more pitches. I think he's the perfect guy to move in the pen, even though he might be your third or fourth most trusted starter. Now, if they add Montas, you know, he could shift down in, in the rotation a little bit, but I feel better about Peralta out of the bullpen than I do Lauer or Hauser. No or whoever. doubt. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Even with the Lauer lefty-lefty matchup, I still feel better with Peralta in that spot just because of the stuff. You need strikeout stuff from the bullpen. You don't need mm-hmm. more contact stuff. And Lauer's propensity to give up home runs does scare me. I said it at the end of uh, entering that Giants weekend. I like the Brewers to win that Lauer start because he doesn't give up home runs. Now, they didn't win because John Del Gustav balked in a run in the eighth inning, but I think Lauer Bob went six or seven innings and only gave up one run. That was some, he was great. Yeah. Because that's a big park. No home runs. Can't give up home runs. If the fences are so far back, that's why we need the fences. You've been right about a lot of things with the Brewers the last two weeks. You predicted a Brandon Woodruff bumpy start and shout out to Woodruff because it looked like he was going to have like a two or three inning start and he muscled through for five or six, but you were right about that too. Yeah. I mean, it's all trending up. Trust me. It's not usually like that. (laughs) I just try to have a good sense about the team, but I, like tonight, I think that I don't see a way they lose the game. Realistically, okay. they could just score zero runs and lose, obviously. Sure. But there was a cool stat I saw. I I need to pull it up again. Here it is. So uh, in the first game after the All-Star break, favorites of minus 130 or more have lost their last, that have lost their last two games, meaning two game losing streak, now favorites, they've gone 17-1 and one in the first game after the All-Star break. That applies to 
Milwaukee Brewers, Corbin Burns against Antonio Senzatella of the Rockies. Brewers are minus 233, though, so it is a steep price. I think I love them tonight. I will probably be proven wrong, and then we can freak out on Monday. So 877-867-1670. We're talking throughout today about how the Brewers build a contender. If you were David Stearns, what do you do? How do you build a contender with this team? There's also something I wanted to mention because Zach Heilprin will join us next in about eight to 10 minutes. We're going to Big Ten Media Days next week, and there will be a road trip done with myself and Zach. You had seemed very excited to talk about this topic. We talked about it a bit on Kenny and Heilprin last night. I'm a very versatile road trip guy. I can do music. I can do podcasts. I can talk. I can shut up. I, I can do anything. I uh, I would say I'm an enjoyable person to be in a car with for long periods of time, but you would have to ask the other person, I guess. So I, how do you see that whole trip going? What's your outside perspective on the uh, Ben and Zach indie trip coming up next week? What is Zach like in a road trip? That's what I want to know. Well, what you'll, you'll be able to ask him in eight minutes. Is he a music guy? Does he listen to music? I doubt it. Oh, there's Zach. Zach just walked past the window here in the studio. So I assume. Well, I know you don't listen to music and you are, and I mean this in the most respectful, best way about Zach. Cause I love Zach. You are younger. I'd like to think you listen <laughs> to more music and are even, you know, more. It's the word I'm looking for. Zach's all business. You're, you're almost all business, but you leave a little room. You know, I don't think Zach leaves room. Yeah. I've been actually, I've been ripping some, uh, shoot. Who's his, what's his name? Let me pull up my phone. There's, there's been one guy I've been listening to recently. Uh, Oh, George Strait. I've been ripping some, <sighs> I've been ripping some George Strait as of late. Ben Kenny country guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's summertime. We got to get into it a little bit. Good for you. Come on. Wow. Yeah, you need to make a playlist of all George Strait songs. A lot of, lot of number ones. A uh, lot of number ones throughout the years. And uh, put that together and make Zach listen to it. It's one of those, here for a good time, I think, might be the best karaoke song ever created. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so much fun to sing. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think he is a music guy at all. I think he's a big business. Maybe some leisure podcast, but that's still Venn diagram over into what his work is how it'll probably work i might try to get deep down and i obviously the stories of you know past experiences and media days and football but i i might try to crack the shell of just you know wisconsin football big 10 football all that stuff might try to go a little deeper yeah peel back the layers with zach (laughs) he's married i keep forgetting he's married Zach keeps it so close to the vest. I know yeah. I know so little about that man, which is probably why I'm so fascinated by him. Yeah, well, he will join us coming up next, about four or five right. minutes. We'll talk about Big Ten Media Days. We'll talk about the trip. Uh, what I'm really excited, now I am a big fan of uh, fashion in these settings. When I went to the AmFam Championship last month here in Madison, I tried to pick the winner based on who looked the best on the range just in terms of what they were wearing. Like Kurt Triplett brought out a pretty sweet bucket hat sweater vest combo. Looked like a killer out there, but obviously kind of, or not obviously, I doubt anyone watched. He didn't win, so I missed on that. Miguel Angel Jimenez looked wonderful. I uh, He looked like he was going to go low. Didn't win. John Daly looked great, played well, but didn't do it. The guy that won, 
didn't end up going with the most provocative fashion. So I was wrong there. But I'm going to do the same at Big Ten Media Days. I'm going to create a division and conference power rankings and pick the conference based on how everybody is dressed. Will I go by this throughout the year? Only if it's right. I mean, if I am spot on, then there you go. I'm the smartest person. If I'm wrong, then I'll say it was just a bit. But that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see I, I want to see how people come out. Crew neck and khakis, I assume, for our boy Paul Christ. No, he. I think he usually goes with the suit at Big Ten Media Days. But it's it's still got to be like the least flashy suit ever. Yeah, there might be khakis there still, not flashy, not. Flashy. But the thing Who's, is, it's a subjective matter. Like I think that's pretty sweet. And then I look at PJ Fleck and I think it's cringy and over the top. So it's not like just because you have the cleanest stuff, you are going to put the top of the rankings. It's all subjective. David Minona is going to kill us for talking about outfits. Oh, he already, we got into it earlier. We were talking about oh. ties and the Mike Leach thing. I don't know if you heard that. We'll, we'll get into that after Zach. We'll get into that okay. in about 15 minutes. Mike Leach, who is one of the most entertaining people in the world, Definitely very measured with when he says things and what he talks about. His opening statement at SEC Media Days was seven words. Actually, I I have it in my bookmarks here. Here is uh, Mike Leach's opening statement from SEC Media Days. This is the stuff legends are made of. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Any questions? There it is. So that was was four seconds. He also went on a two-minute rant about ties and why he thinks they're pointless so we'll talk about that after zach but coming up next big 10 media days are next week zach hyoprin joins us next grant's gonna try to crack the shell it's ben kenny and grant bills in for bill michaels covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michaels show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network welcome back it's the Bill Michaels Show. It's a Friday. I'm Ben Kenny. He's Grant Bills. He's wearing a floral. 877-867-1670. We'll take your calls coming up. Still talking how the Brewers can build a contender. Maybe I'll ask this guy that if we get to it. But joining us now, WOZN Sports Director Zach Heilprin. Hello, Zach. Hello, Ben. On a scale of one to over the moon, Wisconsin is about to win the national title. How excited are you for Indianapolis next week? Yeah, that wouldn't be at the top of my list of uh, of things. Like, I don't know how excited I would be for Wisconsin to win a national title, but I am so excited to be able to take this road trip with you. Uh, I feel like it's kind of like a little bit of a, a test run for me and Grant going to Europe later this year with the, with, <laughs> with the Packers. But, um, yes. you know, this is it's it's the start of something. It's a little bit of a test run. See if I can deal with people your age for more than... 24 to 40 my age. You sound like Dave from Monona. Yeah. Generational thing. Uh, Grant, are, is there anything you want me to you, make sure you, I do? You literally, you literally called me your lost, my, <laughs> your long lost son yesterday, dude. So like, don't act, don't act like you don't play that up. Yeah, I did that. It was kind of a joke. Uh, Grant, is there anything you need to see done so that the Europe trip still happens? Uh, well, well, we need to get the tickets and, and like all of the things we've made no progress in terms of locking down this trip. Or so, how about yeah. the Iowa game? I mean, you tweeted at him yesterday, no response. Well, you know, 
that's why I, I love when I get to interact with Zach because it happens so infrequently. If he just threw around a like or a text or Twitter interaction, then it wouldn't mean as much. Hey, Ben, you know, ben, you know the last time he got credentialed? Did you, do you know this story? No. Wait, so, Grant's gotten a credential? Grant has gotten a credential. He's Yes. Was he, it for a track and field contest in lacrosse? It was not, but it did involve lacrosse. So <laughs> UW lacrosse was set to play at Wisconsin in those exhibition games that they do before the year. And it was UW lacrosse's year. They always, you know, rotated it, around. It was their year. And he's like, which sport? Basketball. Okay. That's what I thought. Yes, basketball. What, is, what other sport would it be? Cross you think country? the Badgers could hang in the WIAC with football, first of all? Probably no. not. Brandy's telling a story. Down. Either way, he gets Sorry. I mean, he gets this credential. It's sitting, the seat is right next to mine. <laughs> and guess who didn't show up? I didn't know that. Guess who didn't show up? It was so. Grant Bills. He did not show up. When did this happen? A couple years ago. Three years ago, maybe? It, would have been 2019. Can I add some detail to the story? No, he didn't show up. He yeah, I don't think he did so. Not show up. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to add details without, here without telling anybody he wasn't going to show up. He just didn't show up. Like he just didn't First show up to do his I don't job. Think that's true. I, I do think I, I did tell Zach. Here's what happened. Okay, <laughs> months in advance, I see that UW Lacrosse is coming to Madison, and I think. This is a chance for me to take a step as a professional. I should go do this. Step out of my comfort zone. Go cover a game. First person I talk to, Zach. He is my number one. I say, Zach, you need to help me with this. Who do I talk to? How do I go through the proper steps? I want to be a professional here. And he helps me like the great mentor and leader in our company that he is. It's fantastic. (laughs) I was going to do it all my own dime. I wasn't even going to get paid to do it. I just wanted to do it for me. Two days before the game, my boss is like, hey, we don't have anyone to cover lacrosse central versus on alaska football we need you here and i'm like okay so it was not my choice it broke my heart especially now hearing that i would have been sitting next to zach so really the takeaway is i'm a company man because i stayed for the company in lacrosse Uh, and yet you let down other people in the company like that's the problem here like are you saying you were bummed to not see me you're just discounting zach's importance here i don't think that's at all what he's saying it's not the importance part of this it has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with me sticking my neck out to get him a credential, which and put myself on the line. I don't know what kind of person you're going to be in that press box with lacrosse on oh, the court. Oh, come on. Like, I, I would have been dressed nicely. It's, it's, I would have played the part. It potentially would have been like him cheering there, and that would have been really difficult to, to be able to stomach on my part. Like, I don't care if he goes one section over and cheers for you to be lacrosse, but if you're in that section, no cheering. Come on. And it, he feels like he'd be a cheerer. No. Come yes. on. Yes. Lack, so lack I'm professional as I'm guessing. So it's safe to say the Iowa road trip might not happen this year. I'm not going to get a credential for him. No. Okay. Well, stop that. Come on. This I, was one time. It was years ago. You at least need to allow me to redeem myself. At Iowa is a tough one though. Eh? Yeah, I mean, it's, at Iowa, very difficult uh, credential to get. Probably not going to be able to get in. There's probably sold out already in the, in the press box. So you kind of put yourself out there saying that no, no worries. will be in the press box. I don't think we're going to be in the press box. But, and by we, I mean you. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, all right. So back on track a bit. Big Ten Media Days next week. I, I asked for your excitement. You said you wouldn't. I, the scale maybe didn't apply to this case. But, I mean, it feels like football season is really back or approaching for the Packers training camp started. But in my brain, my first thought is, 
when media days happen in college football, that means college football season is pretty much here. So, I mean, I'm over yeah. the moon. I, I cannot wait. I told Grant I'm going to power rank the conference based on how everyone's dressed. Yeah. And then go into the season. If it works smart. out, I'm smart. If it doesn't work out, it was a bit. Hedge my bets. So that's where I'm at. Well, I mean, in, you know, we did the standouts thing last night on Kenny and Heilprin. Yes. Um, Great ho- show, by ho- the way. Hopefully, hopefully your picks for fashion go a little bit better than the current uh, poll. Oh, let's the not current, do the that. The current poll of your standouts, which I'm currently winning 85% to 15%. Yeah, but guess what? What's going to decide this is who actually breaks out during the season. Grant, we d- we were talking about guys down the depth chart that could break out for this Wisconsin team. Not only has mm-hmm. Zach seen all of them practice, I gave him the first pick of every round. So my bets are hedged. If he wins, I am at a clear disadvantage here. I voted for you. Thank Let you. The record show. So did the Kenny and Heilprin Twitter account. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's some, yes. Have you have you got the Zone Twitter account, dude? As well. No, I would never do that. Oh, okay, I have right. some burners. I'll get on it. Yeah, all, all the round table, the, <laughs> the camp, the swing. They have all voted for me, so okay. yeah, I got that going for me. But right. no, I, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm I'm really really obviously looking forward to the trip down because I think that is kind of like what makes it. I love I love road trips. As do I. Not, I a huge, not a huge fan of road trips with other people. Okay. Uh, like road trips by myself. As well. <laughs> so we're going to see how this goes. But I understand that Grant was talking some trash about my uh, what I was going to potentially be listening to on the way you? down. What did Ben tell you? That what it was going to be a bunch of boring stuff that uh, just revolves around work. <laughs> I didn't say boring. <laughs> yes, you did. I, just, I heard it. So Ben doesn't listen to a lot of music. And, I, and you I don't seem either. Even more business like than Ben. You seem like a strictly podcast guy. I mostly podcast. Yes. However, however, I, I hear you're going to Buffett this weekend. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. With Bill. With Bill. I've been to Buffett like three or four times. So really? at Alpine Valley, it's been about 15 years. But yes, floral print and everything. When, You're when, a parrot head I, for for one day. <laughs> for one day, I got kicked out of a Buffett concert. I got Whoa. I got I got That's hard to do. I got put in cuffs and like Whoa. thrown out uh, and had to go back to the bus and for like, what? Peeing on a fence. <laughs> peeing on a fence. This this uh, this security guard. Wow. Not even a cop, but a security guard. He had handcuffs. He had the little. Uh, Oh, zip tie. Zip tie. He zip tied your ass. Behind my back. <laughs> behind my back, no less. And Were just, you that drunk? I, I was wasted, but like I took. Okay. So I went. To, no, I, well, I took a pee on because the line was ridiculous. So everyone, oh, yeah. all these other guys, like 15 other guys, are all taking a pee on the. Uh, yeah, too many dudes. Uh, on the on the fence. And this guy's coming by. He's like, you can't pee here. You can't pee here. I'm like, all right, dude, chill. Just let me zip my pants up here and, and I'll get out of here. And he did not. Let me finish. And he pulled me away midstream. Whoa. And I, and I kind of freaked out. Huh. All and, right. Well. And, and got tossed for that. But that, again, that was like 15 years ago. So we will try our best wow. to have that not happen in Indianapolis this weekend. Yeah. But no, I, it's tough to get kicked out of Buffett, but I did it. So congrats so, to me. Zach, if you have a three-hour drive, yeah. let's say. And you, you know, most of it's podcast, but you spend 20 minutes listening to music. You know, what are you, what are you listening to? 
I honestly just listen to pretty much anything other than death metal. Anybody that's, I can listen to almost anything that isn't being screamed at me. The Wisco Sports Show, obviously, from four to six, and then well, yeah. it all revolves around that. Unfortunately, we don't get, we're not going to be getting that because we're going to be already gone out of the, the listening well, area. Too well, far. there's always, you are able to, if you are out of the listening area, for both the Bill Michaels Show, for our show on Thursdays, for Grant's show. Download the Zone app. You can listen wherever you want. Yeah, that's a that's a good point that I can't really uh, uh, refute at this point to yeah, uh, <laughs> to say why I'm not going to be. Maybe there's no the service on Friday. Maybe there's no service no on service. the drive on Monday. Uh, what do you listen to? I like I like history podcasts. I like sports huh. podcasts. I like true crime podcasts. That's more of my wife's huh. thing. She she's kind of gotten me into that. I don't do it a ton, but some of that, like those are. I mean, it wastes time. It. Like binging shows in a car, very, very uh, big time time waster. I explained to Grant, I've been uh, up, good music. Also, I've been up on George Strait recently. Been listening okay. to a lot of George Strait. I can't believe that. Big George Love Strait guy. It really just it, it it depends on the mood. If it's nice out and the sun is out, I, there will definitely be some country music played in my car. I if I'm able to roll the windows down and enjoy fresh air. Uh, I listen to the Wisco Sports Show every day. Going through Illinois, we won't be able to do that. <laughs> Roll the windows down? Yeah. Because it's just, just that just, much of a crap hole? It is. All right. Just kidding. Kidding. All right. Um, I, what else? I, I mean, what else do we need to hit before we get down to Big Ten Media Days? I think everybody, at Zach Heilprint on Twitter, follow him first. You don't need to follow me. But if you want fashion uh, comments, at Ben Z. Kenny as well. A lot of interviews. I'm still working on Brett Bielema. He's the big prize here. He's my big prize for sure. Yeah. So, aren't you blocked on Twitter by him, Zach? I and the rest and half of the rest of the uh, the world blocked by Brett Bielema on Twitter. A few too many hashtag karmas have been used over the years. That's blocked you for that. Jen Bielema also has me blocked. So I would argue that's warranted, though. The, to be blocked? No. To tweet karma. Oh, he owns it. He yeah. owns it. Like there are two viral moments of Wisconsin football in the last ten years. That should never go away. Karma's one of them, and turnover chain might <clears throat> my effing a yes. Oh. Even though that is the turnover chain is going away, that gift never going never. away. Absolutely never. And, and karma's never going away. Those are those those two social media moments. Fantastic. Well, Grant. Also, I mentioned this to Zach yesterday. Where we will be for Big Ten Media Days doing our show. I believe we might right beyond the yard line where Jack Cohn ran it in against Ohio State in the Big Ten title. Jack Cohn's oh current God. stomping grounds at Indianapolis Colts. Based based on what happened last year, will we be on the Ohio State sideline at the other end? Okay. I might find the yard line okay. and just do a little ode. Or maybe, yeah. I mean, to the run that JT broke off to open the storing sure. in that game. Now that's into the end zone where this the, the stage is at. All right. So, yeah, Jack Cohn's stomping grounds. There will be a road trip. There will be uh, many activities enjoyed in Indy. Grant, do you have any parting words before we move on and get into whether ties are acceptable? I, I do actually have. So it's more of a big picture thing. Sure. So I'm trying to understand what attending big day or big 10 media days is like. Well, first you wear a credential. Well, first you actually, actually, let's inform him about the process. First you get there, you pick up your credential. That's a very key part of this that you forgot to do. You then wear the credential when you go in. And then the rest, I, I think, is what you wanted to get to. You, you forgot about the first part. We also, I mean, you, you know, also forgot about the travel part to the, oh. to the place as well. <laughs> you know, you guys. Go ahead. You work in this huge company building with. People everywhere. You know, here in Lacrosse, WK2I, it's me. I got to do it all. I wear all the hats, you know? 
So your, your Ebo then up there. Is Ebo at the building right now? He is. Ebo yeah. He is. Okay, well, still, my point stands. Anyways, <laughs> my question, I want to go to NBA Summer League more than anything in the world. Okay. Because it's everybody who's... You just want to go to Vegas. There. I've never been to Vegas. I don't like to gamble. I, when I go on vacations, I like going to wilderness. I don't like going to big cities. Now, I'd like to go to Vegas to see what it's like because I've never been. I want to go because it's like an NBA experience. You're walking around, you see people in restaurants and bars, and you just, you know, you, you get to be about it. Is that kind of similar the way the, the NFL Combine is that? Is that kind of what Big Ten Media Days is like? The NFL Combine is completely different than, I mean, Big Ten Media Days may be on a smaller scale. The, yeah. Everybody in the NFL is at the Combine. That's that's where, that is very much like, I would say, Summer League, just obviously there's no okay. games to be played. But like the entire NBA and everybody else in Vegas at one spot, one time. That's definitely what that is, and that's the same way with the Combine. Big Ten Media Days, it's, I mean, it's 14 teams. Um, everybody within the Big Ten is there, but it's not like it's the full college football environment that uh, Plus the, the other two would be. the Big Ten media umbrella is not as large as that of the NFL, oh, obviously. Really? Well, I mean, or the NBA. They are now coast to coast. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, yes. I I mean, obviously, we'll talk about USC and UCLA. I you, wonder. Do you think any people are going to be showing up from no. Los Angeles for this? I bet you they will. Oh, oh, media people? Yeah. Yeah, probably to talk to Kevin Warren. You know, I really want to ask, and I don't know if it's a little bit too much. I want to ask Paul Chris, Brett Bielema, the real Big Ten West power programs or the power running programs, what they feel about playing UCLA and Chip Kelly at home in November, in theory, if it were to happen. I think you'll get a lot better answer from Brett Bielema than you will from Paul Christ. I, I mean, as is the case with nearly everything. I, hey, if we don't get a single other interview next week, Brett Bielema would be just fine. Okay. that's the. I mean, that's the only one that matters. That's noted. Grant, we're talking about, uh, you know, how Zach can make that Euro trip happen. If I get Brett mm-hmm. Bielema, I feel like the door is open. You might even go to every Wisconsin game with him. I just, I want to play the game. I want to do big journalism important things be writer ben people more and more saying i know, I know. you I said you that. had a follow-up oh i was just gonna ask zach if he wanted a road trip to summer league with me next summer because i want to <laughs> go there is absolutely zero reason to road trip to las vegas it's sure. literally like like a 50 dollars flight you can get there it's it's they take all your money once you get there but to get there very very cheap so do no. you think could we, do you think the company would let me do the Wisco Sports Show from a hotel room funded by myself? And okay, first question, would they fund a hotel room? Second no. question, if not, if I fund my own hotel room, would they let me do the show from the hotel room? Yes. Okay. Yes, for sure. Mark it down. Oh, for sure. They would definitely. I mean, you're doing we, your show from our damn golf outing. Can do it from anywhere. I'm a versatile man. When <laughs> when my when my employers here in Lacrosse let me spread my wings to travel and do things and cover events, I can mm. really be quite impressive. Trouble in paradise. Oh, that is Tr- <laughs> trouble in I, paradise. Uh, I think Don't you might that. be being called into the office later today. <laughs> uh, you think they're listening? Oh, it's Bill's show. Never mind. They're, they probably are. Listening. They definitely are listening. Show. Yes. All right, Zach. I, thanks for hopping on with us yep. and having some fun. It's a Friday. I cannot wait for next week. Grant, I said yesterday, this is Zach's ninth media day, 10th year covering the team. It's kind of mm-hmm. like when uh, parents bring their kids for the first day of ninth grade. They need the picture with oh. the whiteboard. I might do that with Zach when we show up. 
my heart. Uh, <laughs> you guys, trust me. I'm. This isn't for content. I'm super happy and excited to see pictures and stuff. This is gonna be really cool for for the show. And you sound I'm like a long lost me. aunt that like never leaves us alone. I'm. I, I'm the mom of my friend group. When we get trips and together, I'm Before, listen, things. Grant, Grant, before Dave calls in and just oh, yells man. for 10 minutes, I'm going to cut off that sentence you were saying. I should have dumped it, honestly. All right. Oh, come on. Zach, Zach, thanks for hopping on with us. Grant, when we come back, 877-867-1670, we'll talk about the Brewers. How do you build a contender? Thoughts on Packers rookies who could break out their reporting in Green Bay today. And Michael Leach at SEC Media Days had some interesting thoughts about the tie. I'll tell you what that is when we come back. It's Ben Kenny Grant Bills in for Bill Michaels. Ready? This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. It's the Bill Michaels Show. Grant may try to sing karaoke. I didn't think you had my mic on. Uh, it's the PC feed. It's all the same at this point. This isn't the most technolo- technologically advanced co-hosted show, you know? We're on Skype. The PC feed is on. Whatever goes through, goes through. All right. 877-867-1670. Good song. Good music. Uh, Talking about the Brewers, how do you build a contender at the deadline? What do you need to do to get this team into World Series contention? We will talk about the Packers coming up here in about 15 minutes. We'll get into rookies reporting, rookie camp, who we like to break out uh, on that front. Guys that we think could make the roster, maybe make an impact of the rookies. We've talked a lot about the storylines around the team, but we'll get into that as well. Football season is pretty much upon us. Uh, And then coming up later, talk a little Brewers Rockies coming up tonight and coming up this weekend. Maybe some Kyler Kyler Murray talk. Uh, Josh Rosen is back. And maybe I'll be the Josh Rosen hardo (laughs) and say that he'll actually play well. We'll see. That's all coming up in the next hour. An NFL packed next hour. But Grant, Mike Leach, the treasure one of our world's treasures had this to say on Sirius XM at SEC Media Days. Take a listen. It's utterly pointless. I mean, it's completely pointless. I'll tell you what I'm going to start doing. Talking about ties. ties. <clears throat> I mean, it's not really big enough to be a bib. It's just skinny. Okay, what's annoying about it? This knot squeezing your neck. True. And growing hairs on it after you shave because typically tie things you shave. What I am going to start doing is, um, and I'll probably go to like, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Salvation Army. Yeah. Let me get some ties and then uh, I'm just going to flat out. Wiping his face. Just wipe my mouth with it. In front of everybody. So if you so it serves a purpose. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like like eat a donut. There you go. Uh, pizza, a little oil hill. Uh, oh yeah. It, 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 I'm going to do that and make sure people see that to a point where hopefully they get rid of these things. I mean, because that is madness. 
Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Langford is your guy, by the way. Uh, That's like New York in the 1920s. Where'd he grow up? He was he was a New Yorker in oh, the 1920s. Makes you uh, in New York. Clothes maker. He used his extra uh, his extra clothes, extra patterns, I guess, to for some reason make neckties. That's that's what he thought would be a good idea. Well, he's an idiot, and the thing is, <laughs> when when they invent a time machine, that guy's in trouble. So there's Mike Leach, uh, the legend, talking about the pointlessness, or if you disagree, but talking about how pointless neckties are. Grant, your thoughts. So the take and the presentation of the take and everything he just said is like a 7 out of 10. What makes that video a 10 out of 10 is how (laughs) he's coughing and clearing his throat and breathing heavy like he has tuberculosis. Yeah. That's why this video is funny to me is he's like, it's, it's almost like he can't be bothered to talk about this. So he moans and groans his way through it. That's oh. why I love it. And I played it earlier. His opening statement at media days was seven seconds. He said, all yeah. right, thanks guys. Any questions? I love it. And a, half of those seven seconds were groaning and sighing. Yeah. Um, all right, Grant, I'm going to go to the phones. I know who it is. Hello, Dave. Great. A little mama bird with your friends when you go out. Dave, I would love for you to maybe have a sports take or two to mix yes, in I all do. of the. No, yes, all right. yes, I do. Let's hear. But I heard, but I heard you cut them off. And, I mean, I just heard. I'm the little mama bird when our friends go out. What? Oh my God, help me, Lord! No one for Dave, 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 Dave. No one said bird. Okay, don't. You're, I threw you're in making bird. it worse than it sounds. You Dog threw in word. bird. Here's here's what I mean by that. I'm the one who makes sure. We take pictures here and there, so we have a memory. Uh, I'm the one, when we go to games, I print out the tickets or I have the tickets on my phone. I'll handle it, okay? I am the coordinator for the group. And if Ben and Zach oh. would have cut me off because they deep down think I'm weird, uh, yeah, I would have well, been able to see Oh, Ben, Ben, help, help me all. Help me, Lord. Wow. Oh, how um, the turntables from this morning, Dave. Yeah. But anyway, as far as the ties, see, Mike Leach, he, pre- he just proved my point. You dress like a slob. Your teams play like slobs. And when you when you're not professionally dressed, your players do not play professionally. So he just proved my point. Mike Leach is a slob. And he dresses like one. That's why he's been fired from so many jobs because his players don't act professional. He doesn't act professional. Now, hey, all right, Dave. Honestly, I really like that take. I think that's a very. Uh, it's a take you could bring to these settings. I will note, however. He hasn't really been fired from so many jobs, and he has had some pretty remarkable success. Overall. No, he has. But he, success <laughs> in today's generation is six and six. I'm talking about nine and three, <laughs> and he's left a lot of programs. But again, when, when, when you walk, when you, when you guys walk into a store, and you see a person dressed professionally or a person dressed like you know Ben. Who's going to get better treatment and better service? That type of thing. Hey, as far as uh, Dave, you can dress that, professionally without including a tie. A tie is unnecessary. Ambiance. It has to be ambiance. So you take yourself serious. But why is Again, that? Because some idiot in the 1920s decided it'd be a good idea to cut up his old fabric. Like, where are we basing that off of? That's because my generation grew up. With oh, respect. that's what it is. You, you respect your customer. You respect your, you respect your family and friends and where you go. But yeah, you know, but hey, speaking about you talking about Brett Bielema, man. I mean, you guys, you guys were still in diapers. 
when he was around here many of the weekends, the bars just missed him because there, was, there were many weekends where he'd get hammered and the secret police would go, you know, crawl him out of the bars and secretly take him back to the palace. It was just funny when he'd go in and just get hammered and, and, um, beat him on. Yeah. But anyway, I, you were right. I had to call in cause I heard Ben go, I mean, um, Grant little birdie. All right, Dave. Uh, I appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Thanks Dave. That is Dave from Monona. Uh, many of you who have listened to Grant's show or this show even, or the morning show, a, uh, a very significant voice, I would say, in the, in the caller sphere. In terms of Mike Leach, I mean, when he was at Texas Tech, 7-6, and 7-5, and 9-5, and 8-5, and 8-4, and 9-3, 8-5, and 9-4, 11-2, 8-4. So let's not, like, let's not act like he was bad by any means. And then Washington State definitely had some hiccups, but there was an 11-2 2018 in there, and that team was awesome. I remember that team. And then Mississippi State, a couple years, he goes 4-7 and seven during COVID-shortened season, 7-6 and six last season. He's turning it around. I trust Mike Leach. doesn't matter how he's dressed. Hasn't he outperformed just about every job he's been at? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the recruiting isn't high, and the offensive line is never good, and they never run the ball. And their defense always sucks because they throw the ball 80 times a game. But he also taught a class at Washington State called football strategy and insurgent warfare with a professor talking about how football strategy can teach you about how other nations try to invade and conquer others, which is captivating, definitely. And that's how he approaches it. So it is what it is. All right. 877 867-1670. We got to run here. We'll be right back. A lot more of the Bill Michaels show. Ben Kenny Grant Bills in today. It's coming up next. This is the Bill Michaels show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back in. It's the Bill Michaels show. Ben Kenny Grant Bills on this Friday with Buffett coming up this weekend. You know, there's a little off the beaten path. It's Friday of all-star week. Sports are back tonight in full. Mm-hmm. The Brewers, Rockies taking, taking the field against each other. Corbin Burns, Antonio Senzatella. But yeah, I mean, training camp is starting. It's all kind of getting going. This weekend is kind of the beginning of the crazy time as sports ramps up for the fall. So, you know, it's the Friday of all-star week. We're talking about Mike Leach. We're talking about ties and whether they are really necessary. I got into it with Ebo earlier. He said he used to wear a tie to his job at Macy's like 10 years ago. And I was, I was appalled that Macy's would have their employees wear a tie. I was thinking like Brooks brothers, name a nice luxury clothing store. Every time you walk in there, the employees are the best dressed people you've ever seen. Every time. I'm always amazed by that. When I walk into Macy's, I don't expect my the person helping me, if someone does, to be wearing a tie with a clip and just full on like suit vibes. That's what he said was happening. And I guess to each his own. But I, I, I just yeah. don't get it. And the thing is, Mike Leach is making us all think here. Now that I actually think about when I've actually thought, you know, I should have worn a tie. It's been never. My cousin is getting married next week. I'm going out to Colorado for the weekend. I can't wait. 
Uh, it's a marriage that was supposed to happen uh, a while ago, and then it got pushed back for various reasons. Some of them obvious, some of them not. And mm-hmm. I, I got, I needed some new clothes. I, I ended up buying some, and I'm not wearing a tie. It's a nice button down. I have a suit jacket, but there's not a tie included in that. I think it's unnecessary. I do. I never get to wear ties or look nice. So when I get to go to a wedding, I have a chance to wear some of the nice clothes. I feel great. I wouldn't want to do it every day, though. It's special. You know? Yeah, and I'm sure many people out there disagree. If you want to call in and disagree, 877-867-1670. I can be persuaded. That's just my where I come from here. I don't think they're necessary. I don't think there's any use for them. Uh, whoever created them in the 1920s, uh, whatever. As Mike Leach said, he's an idiot. Why do we need to make extra fabric something that you wear every day? I don't know. We'll talk about it more coming up, along with some Packers stuff. Spend Kenny Grant Bills in for Bill Michaels. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.